Okay, so uh, I'm driving to uh, Ottawa right now. I'm on my way to Quebec City. I'll be there tomorrow. But uh, to cut the trip short, I I stop in Ottawa and you know I go go on. Um, what's funny is that I have uh, my hairdresser um, has moved back to Ottawa. Um, and James uh, used to go to Madeline's school, so Madeline knew him and went to um, theater camp with him, and uh, that's so funny. So um, before he left, uh, when he gave me his last haircut, I said, okay, well, I often go to Quebec City and uh, uh, I stop in Ottawa, so do you think that you would uh, cut my hair then? But yeah, of course. So I texted him and I said, oh, this is Isabel. Don't think I'm some kind of crazy cougar or something. <laughs> uh, he said, no, no, I'm not getting that from you. And so um, he just thinks I'm funny and we laugh a lot together. So it's really great. Uh, he was kind of, he's very expressive, and so St. Marie is not a town for him, definitely not. He plays music, and he has all kinds of piercings, and he has like color in his hair, and I'm pretty sure it's gay, but I don't know, I never straight asked him, but uh, anyway, he's, that doesn't matter to me, he's and sweet and I like him so um, I'll stop and get my hair cut tomorrow and then I'll go to Quebec City and what have I planned in Quebec City well I'm going to a hotel room that has a hot tub <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna be dipping my sore hip in that hot tub and just relaxing and um, I'm not sure what exhibit there is at the uh, Musée des Beaux-Arts, but I'll, I'll end up going there most definitely. And if I can pick up a few um, things for painting class, that would be great. I need to find a good store in Quebec City that has paints. So. I'm trying different types of paints now. This is fun. Uh, I, my sister had given me these, um, uh, they're called prism paints from uh, Pebeo, the company Pebeo. That's a French company from France. And uh, I thought, well, maybe there's a guy here with his dog. Oh, he's. Um, Hitchhiking. I wish I could have picked him up, but I, not, I shouldn't do that. Okay, well, let's keep going. So, uh, I got these uh, these paints, and I just mixed them all up, and the, the result was really fun. And uh, they do their own thing. It smells like there's some kind of oil in there, like gas, you know, that you put in your car. A kind of petroleum distillate. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but 
I just saw a sign for one up a day. So I think it was a hundred kilometers. I just passed Sudbury. I'm uh, planning on stopping at in North Bay and having lunch. And uh, okay, what's my time here? How many? Okay, four minutes. Good. So uh, yeah, I, I want to find a store with different paints. Uh, do a little bit of painting maybe. I didn't bring that much material but I'll get it there anyway. Um, and go out uh, to restaurants, see my mom, invite my mom to be, go in the hot tub. Maybe I can make uh, like a picnic in our in my hotel room and that way it's not always me at her place and uh, my niece uh, from Paris is um, she's from Quebec City but she she moved to Paris to become a sage-femme a mid midwife she's uh, beautiful wonderful and kind I really like her I might see her I might not see her it all depends Last time I went, it wasn't fun. My sister didn't want to invite me over because my mother and I got upset because I don't want to see my older sister, Christine. She's, ever since I've been born, she's been really difficult to handle in our family and my mother could not really do a good job, so just it's it doesn't sound very nice of me to, to talk that way but my sister really I, I make my best efforts all the time to control myself but she's so self-centered all the time it's just it, it's so disturbing disturbingly annoying to have someone so narcissistic and sick at the same time and always into so many supernatural things and all kinds of she, she says she can do this and she can do that but she can't she doesn't see reality for what it is but sometimes she's really funny and pleasant that's a Kristen I like, but the, the other side of her is terrible, and it's been a really heavy thing to carry in my family, and I'm really sorry that I'm sharing this with you. You don't have to, to hear that, but oh well, it's out. Okay, um, 7 minutes 30 seconds, I'll shut off and start another one. So, as I said, I'm uh, on my way to Quebec City. There's not much to do other than talk a little bit. So, uh, uh, what did I want to say? Uh, oh 
yeah, so I started to participate in um, an arts club, I guess. It started as a quilt club uh, for charity. Uh, this lady wants to see where it will go. Uh, so we started out with um, a prayer banner. We all made a square painted on it and stitched on it and made a, a prayer. Like a string with uh, little prayers on it and um, prayers, then their wishes. We um, put a word, so I chose hope. My friend chose calm. My other friend chose faith. And we're all, we're all going to hang it together and uh, take a photo and post it in these quilting magazines. I guess they always have women. Uh, doing, you know, group things. One of the things I noticed is that these ladies are really beautiful women who have retired and they've done so much in their lives to care for others. They have a little bit of a hard time expressing themselves. So, uh, Vicky in charge of the group asked what um, what can everybody uh, teach next time so nobody was saying anything I said does anybody know about encaustic so I did it once maybe we can try to do it again I told her the list of materials but the thing is what I want to do also is just do a little quick drawing exercise because I just think that the ladies need a little bit of direction to um, loosen up a little bit and not be so scared of having ideas and um, I can see their hesitation. They keep saying, I'm not an artist, I'm not an artist. But uh, I keep telling them, no, 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 just grab whatever, grab a pen, uh, just make lines and don't worry about it. Just uh, take colors, test it. If it doesn't work, there's another piece of material here, you can start again. Stop thinking in terms of um, that your place is wasteful somehow and that there are better people than you and it's not worth what you're doing is not worth anything. Just totally the opposite. So um, just trying to explain a few things about my vision of art. And Dave disagrees, but mine is mine. That's what I hold dear to my heart and is what I believe in. But I don't know how it's gonna come out, but my perspective is that, and I agree with my professor, Noni Boyle, put a quote in um, the first drawing course I took um, to the effect of um, in 
we're going to learn to draw today and a little girl answers you mean people forgot so something like that so everybody knows how to draw when we're children we just draw we start out pretty much the same way the first drawings of children it's circles with arms and legs sticking out of a circle with two eyes maybe maybe there's a mouth and then there might there might be hair on it and everybody starts that way pretty much I mean it varies of course from individual to individual but even Jonathan did that so I think um, I think we all we are all born with the ability to create, to invent, to imagine, to perceive and design, and to want to express ourselves. So it's this basic kind of primal uh, way of being that. You should try to start with in my view I mean the, the should is uh, it's got an asterisk of course uh, uh, attached to it meaning that I'm not the authority on this and your process might be different from another person's process but everybody creates no matter what you will say, um, even if it's science, uh, there's um, aspects of uh, planning, uh, conception in your mind, you're envisioning how this um, research will go, you're placing the parameters, you're setting the rules, you're using some uh, past knowledge in order to create your, your next experiment. You're basing it on the research of other people and art is that as well. When I start a project, I have, I have my parameters. I have a little bit of research. Um, I experiment with the material <laughs> this is a really bad parallel to make I know but I'm allowed see that's the beauty of it I don't pretend to own the truth or have the truth I'm just saying what I feel is true to my heart so here's another seven minutes done Okay, so I'm continuing on this rant about art and creating art. So again, uh, alright, so you're back at the, this primal way of being of, I'm going, not right now, I'm enjoying this paper, this pencil, uh, the room is safe. I'm with people that care for me, about me, and I want to make something. 
so this is sort of where I try to stay in this kind of mindset and I bring in whatever my professors are suggesting and I take workshops and I'm interested in other people's work I think it's great I love their work um, and then we can talk about uh, perspectives on art and um, yeah so this is my formative years I'm I'm learning learning to be back in that mindscape so I hope that I will be able to continue to experiment and find new ways I think that's where I feel the best is when I take what's around me and I reinterpret it and give it a new life. This is what I learned from using my father's uh, plans, his, his, uh, his sheets of schematics that he kept for buildings that he designed. Um, he had rolls and rolls and rolls of vellum paper. <laughs> And um, I picked up a, a box of those and started cutting them and including them in my art. And then the wording of the architectural um, uh, aspects, all the uh, the wording for for like the rooms and the walls and the structures and everything, they started speaking to me. And they gave me, they gave my my painting a new life because of these words. When um, a material that I'm using that used to belong to him, like a sample, has a little sticker on it, and it says obscure or clear or chipped. These words, they start speaking to me in a in a very different sub context. And while I'm, I make my drawings or my paintings and I include these things, these elements, things happen and that, I don't, that I don't mean to happen. And it's, it makes, makes me happy that somehow there's a connection I have found. I give uh, Farah, my Arabic student, who will be teaching the Arabic workshop on when I return Saturday in two weeks, and, and no, in, in eight days. Um, I gave her a painting that I did two years ago, and it looks just like her. It's really, really funny. It's vague, and, but has curly hair like hers, and you can you can easily place her face on on that. It's for sure. And she was very happy and touched. That's a connection that I never thought I would have. And then I, I had to write the title and the year and my signature. And she said, "Sign your name in Arabic." So I did. 
and I was happy to do so. And uh, then the other day, I saw another teacher in, in the university, Nicole. She teaches Japanese kids how to speak English. They're not kids, they're young adults. Um, and she was wearing a beret, and I said, uh, do you have, would you happen to have a beret like this that I could buy from you for my professor? Because he, Tom keeps wanting a beret, and I, every time I go to Montreal, I can't find one, a good one. He wants a good Basque beret, and Nicole said, I have one. I said, well, I, can I buy it? She said, no. Okay. So then I went home. Then she sent me a message and she, she said, I really like original art, so we perhaps we could do a trade. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, that is so perfect. That is wonderful. That's what people like more and more they like meaningful and I agree with that that's really another aspect of art to me that's um, because we do have to pay our houses we do have to pay our cars we do have to pay the studio we do have to pay the materials we, we, we have all these things that we have to take care of we have to sell our art for money but I decided not you know this is probably very oh, um, snobbish of me or arrogant or conceited that I don't want to accept money I prefer giving away all my art I don't care my, my, my art is my art I can do what I want with it. Um, I'm not being exploited. I was being exploited for language teaching, definitely. But uh, that's another story, and I'm almost done teaching at the university level. Okay, so another podcast done. All right, so. The art for money. Um, uh, it's funny because I wanted to explain to a student in our program that abstract art has its place. He he was saying that it was we were doing like this is silly uh, kindergarten stuff. It's not serious because we're mark making and we're finding pictorial space and finding pictorial space means having elements in your painting that you're going to play with and place in your space and some of them are going to be to the foreground and some of them are going to be uh, in the background to create some space see so it's not there's nothing mysterious about it, nothing, uh, oh, I, I didn't understand uh, what you just talked about. It's not uh, voodoo. It's very simple. It's just that it sounds smart when you say pictorial space. 
I like that it's got the, the art lingo is very clear and it says what it says and once you start learning it you start using it but you have to remember that other people might see it from the outside as whoa okay I don't know does that mean the way you place things in a, in a drawing yes that's what it means so uh, where was I oh yeah money money so um, I'm not going to accept money I will accept exchange of services uh, exchange of paintings trading of anything but money I would rather teach for money or uh, make illustrations in a book for money or do web design uh, things like that for money but my painting is my heart I put my heart into it oh yes so I was having this conversation with uh, this student who he's a tattoo artist and he's wonderful he's so good he's so talented I find him um, very I'm very um, intimidated by his ability and um, so is this other student in our class she's very technical very beautiful she painted a perfect apple I really was in awe of her talent however she she also is very stiff and so is he sometimes because they're not liking well I think one of them is she's starting to like it but I don't think he likes it any, anymore or at all he doesn't like expressing just anything and seeing where it goes hopefully he will get out of that but I doubt it I think I think um, some of our young generation is um, set up in their ways already they're set up they're set in their ways they're almost like 90 year olds who don't want to change anything which is funny but I see their point I'm getting there I'm owning my skills too but that's the thing that's the point about art you, you cannot judge another art uh, according to a hierarchy because each person has their own process and I can talk about my likes and dislikes but when I talk about art in general as an artist I should try to be open because I will learn from that no matter what there's always a lesson to be learned in something so um, that's how I view my whole life I've learned things little bits by little bits here and there and I've tried to remain open 
to possibilities. Unfortunately, this doesn't pay very well. <laughs> because you do have to pay your bills and you do have to get a job and a boss and sell your soul sometimes. But I don't, I'm thinking, you know, I'm pretty much done with that. So hopefully I can continue thanks to my husband and my wonderful family who uh, support me and believe in me. So hoping to continue. And, uh, sorry for my uh, ramblings. Okay, so we're at six minutes. By the way, this is a beautiful, beautiful day. The sun is shining. There's starting, it's starting to get crowded here on the highway. I'm approaching North Bay.